Good morning, it's September 13th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Are we in danger of allowing our freedoms to slowly be taken away? It's a question that everyone should be looking at and show some concern. The first two amendments to the Constitution read as follows. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. The Second Amendment says, A well-regulated militia, being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. But today we see both of these principles under attack by those in this country who do not agree with the premise of these two amendments. Looking at the first one, we see problems arising every day. There seems to be a growing trend in the country to limit what you can say, and in some cases what you can even think. Last week, an appeals court found that the Biden administration likely violated the First Amendment by pressuring social media companies to moderate specific content that they disagreed with. The ruling stated that federal agencies cannot coerce social media platforms to take down posts the government doesn't like. The root of this case was the Biden administration working with companies like Facebook and Twitter to stop the expression of views counter to the administration's policies on COVID vaccines. According to the administration, and quoting Joe Biden himself, Facebook was, quote, killing people for allowing misinformation about vaccines to spread unchecked. The appellate court was, in essence, upholding a July decision by a federal district court judge, which barred Biden administration officials from contacting social media companies relating to any manner the removal, deletion, suppression, or reduction of content containing protected free speech posted on social media platforms. While the district court ruling was fairly broad, the appellate court narrowed the decision and focused on the action of those within the administration that are more political in nature. The Biden administration could decide to appeal this to the Supreme Court, and that decision would come in the next few weeks. But what I want you to think about is how this interaction with social media companies by government officials might impact you both now and in the future. You may agree with what the government is doing today, but two years down the road, another administration might be coercing these social media companies to suppress ideas and speech on a subject that you will disagree with the government's actions. This is the basic freedom of free speech as it states in the First Amendment. The government cannot prohibit the free exercise or abridgment of the freedom of speech. And we see this attack on free speech coming from other sectors in our society, particularly in the world of academia. Professors who dare to step outside the orthodoxy set up by others find themselves either fired or ostracized. Students demand safe zones where nobody can say anything that might offend them. And my question is who decides what speech is offensive and what is not? Might the standards change and the people who are demanding these safe zones suddenly be accused of offending others? The right to freely speak your mind is the most precious freedom we enjoy. For those that want to limit someone else's speech, I would point them to countries like Iran, North Korea, China, and Russia. There you can be punished, even in prison, for saying something that is counter to what the government defines as correct speech and thought. I don't want to see us even approaching that direction. There's also an attack on the Second Amendment. Now, personally, I have some reservations about military-style weapons being sold to the general public, but liberals are now pushing the envelope in their attempts to ban gun ownership. Last year in Oregon, they passed a law that banned large-capacity magazines. I don't really have a problem with that part of the law, but it went further by requiring someone to obtain a permit from the government to purchase a firearm. This law passed by a slim majority, 50.6%, and all but four counties in Oregon opposed the law. 
It was the urban areas of Oregon, the Portland area, that supported the law, and these are the most populous parts of the state. This case is undoubtedly headed for appeal and probably to the Supreme Court. And the precedence has already been established in the court's 6-3 ruling in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin, which, among other things, states lower courts can no longer consider whether a law restricting firearms serves public interest, such as enhancing public safety. Rather, the court ruled they should look to the text of the Second Amendment. And then we have the recent case where Democratic Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham of New Mexico announced an emergency order to suspend the right to carry firearms in public places around Albuquerque. Now, this is a 30-day ban, but the intent is to make it permanent. It has been met with defiance and outrage. The sheriff, who oversees the county that includes New Mexico's largest city, Albuquerque, vowed Monday not to enforce it, joining the county's top prosecutor and the Albuquerque mayor and city's police chief. The sheriff, John Allen, said that this is unconstitutional and there's no way to enforce such an order. He added that, quote, this ban does nothing to curb gun violence, end quote. On that point, he's entirely correct. When was the last time you saw a criminal decide not to use a gun simply because a politician had said they could not carry or own one? My concern is a growing belief in this country that Supreme Court decisions should simply be ignored if you don't accept them. There should be concern when politicians, including President Biden, tell people that the court is somehow illegitimate because it does not rule in their favor. The Constitution set up a framework of government with checks and balances. In this case, it's up to the legislative body, Congress, to write laws or change laws. It's a duty of the executive branch to enforce those laws, and the Supreme Court is tasked with ensuring those laws are within the boundaries of the Constitution. Once we start abandoning this structure, we're headed for chaos and ultimately anarchy. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe or recommend it to your friends. If you have a comment, I'd like to hear from you.